Support for Under the Radar comes from Wellwithall. Wellwithall believes that self-care is community care. Premium products crafted for your daily wellness, from sleep support to heart health to your daily regimen. 20% of Wellwithall's profits are committed to leading the fight for health equity. They won't stop until it is truly Wellwithall. I'm Callie Crossley, and this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. And now for the part of the show we call Lanya, that's Creole for something extra. The so-called gentleman's game of the 18th century, once only played by the British elite, is now a game greater Boston immigrants dominate. Cricket, the other bat and ball game, is surging in popularity. Major League Cricket debuted in the U.S. this past summer, and right now, hundreds of local fans are pouring into local bars and gathering around home TVs to catch the games of the ongoing Cricket World Cup. Will the explosion of Massachusetts teams help add cricket to Boston's roster of beloved sports? Well, joining me in the studio, Karthik Shaw, founder and director of the Greater Boston Cricket Foundation. Hello, Karthik. Hi, Kelly. Great to be here. I'm glad to have you. Joining me on Zoom, Fani Kumar Putravu, president of the Massachusetts State Cricket League. Hello, Kumar. Hey, Kelly. Pleasure to meet you. Glad to be on the show. I'm glad to have uh, both of you. So let's start this way. The, the World Cricket Cup is going on. There's excitement going on all over the world, except in the U.S., where um, there's not as much interest, but it is growing, as we've just said. Um, and part of the reason, I think, is what the excitement of going, uh, that is going on in Massachusetts and, and uh, uh, na- in the neighborhoods of greater Boston, where the games are going on all the time um, in the reasonable weather. I want to start by asking both of you, what drew you to the game? I know that Kartik, you played professionally. Your dad was a professional. Um, but was there more to it? What, what made you want to be play cricket? It was, so I grew up in India. I grew up playing this game uh, on the streets, in their neighborhoods, in the stadium. Played uh, for as far back as I can remember, ever since I was a kid. So it, it's just something that I loved doing. I actually thought I'm going to make a career in cricket. Obviously found out I was nowhere close to being good enough to play for any professional team. And so I had to switch to my second career, uh, which was science. But that's, you know, that's how we grew up. We, we played all the time. We fell in love with the sport, uh, with the intricacies of the sport. And uh, we continue to love the sport to this day and, and try to find opportunities to play. All right, Kumar, same question to you. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's along the same lines, right? You know, when we're growing up, I'm from India originally as well. When we are growing up, you know, we see the neighborhood kids uh, holding the bat and the ball. And our goal used to be very simple. We want to hit the ball as long as we can and as far as we can. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, since, we were, since I was a kid, we started playing and eventually grew into the sport. Uh, unlike Karthik, I've never played at a professional level. Um, and I played my college, I played my university, uh, and then moved into the United States. Uh, took a pause for a while, but then, you know, ever since I moved to Massachusetts, um, you know, I started really taking it a little bit serious. Right now, I play in the U.S. Cricket Masters League, over 40 uh, zonals, regionals as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think the cricket 
interest in cricket grew with us with age um, and we continue to play and we just very happy to uh, help cricket grow within the United States as well. Uh, Kumar, I'm recognizing that as a humble brag. You're in the Masters over 40. Okay, we get it. You know how to play. (laughs) 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 Um, I want you all both very simply to describe the game, how you play it. We said it's the other bat and ball game. If if people have seen pictures, sometimes people are have a lot of uh, 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 a a kind of uniform that uh, is very protective, and it seems. Uh, bulky, actually, from on the outset, but you have to be able to move quickly. So, Kartik, how do you play the game? Well, in its simplest format, um, there's two sides, 11 players each, and one team gets to bat first while the other's bowling. And then that's, you know, that's one innings. And then the innings switches, and the other team comes out to bat, tries to make one extra run, then the other team while the other is bowling. Um, we play on a rectangular surface that we call a pitch. Uh, and we actually land the ball on the pitch differently from baseball, where the pitcher's throwing the ball at the batter. Uh, in cricket, we're actually pitching the ball on that surface. And that's why the surface is also important and it can change the way the game's being played. It can change the conditions of the game. Um, and, and you have two batters at a time, um, and they go back and forth on either ends of the pitch, which we call wickets. And uh, the wickets have stumps, wooden stumps. So if the ball, which is being bowled by a bowler uh, and thrown at the batter, if it hits the wickets, so the stumps, that's one way of getting out. Um, if the batter hits the ball, and the ball gets caught by a fielder, and you have an infield and an outfield, just like baseball. Uh, if uh, the ball's caught by a fielder, that's another way for the batter to get out. I think that's uh, two out of maybe a dozen ways a batter can get out, um, and he can continue playing as long as he's making runs and doesn't get out. So in its simplest form, it's basically the batter striking the ball, and uh, making as many runs as possible. Now, there's intricacies and variations to this, but that's that's the basic uh, format of the game. Okay. Um, let's uh, hear the word wicket, as you've just described where it comes in. Um, in this moment from the recent Pakistan versus Netherlands game during this year's Cricket World Cup. And he's gone. What a big blow. The Dutch, they are here. They've announced themselves in style. There you go. Kumar, they're a long version of cricket and a short version. Uh, the 2020 is the short version, two and a half hours, but the long version is long. <laughs> Describe. Yeah, that's, that's right. I think, uh, you know, that the longer version is called a test cricket, right, which goes about five days. Um, in, in unlike in any other, unlike what Karthik has just described, in the longer version, you end up having four innings rather than just two, right? So basically, the way that it works is a team that wins the toss, um, they play the first innings, and then the opposite team comes in place, and then, you know, the first team comes back, and basically they repeat that, right? So you have a five days. Um, you can potentially achieve three results out of it. Um, you can win the game. Uh, at the end of five days, or you can lose it. But uh, in the up until recent 
passed, the standard result was a draw, right? But you can end up playing five days without a any win, right? That's the longer format. Um, then there are a couple of different versions. There is a one-day one day tournament, uh, which is a 50-over tournament, which roughly is about eight hours. Uh, and then a super short version is a 20-over cricket, which lasts about three hours. And I would say in the last one year to two year, there is a even more shorter version that is in play right now, which is a T10. Uh, it's a 10 over cricket. Um, and there's different versions. There's a hundred ball tournament. So essentially you have four popular formats that's going on um, that can take anywhere from you know, one and a half hour all the way to five days, depending on whichever format you, uh, you choose to play. The most challenging and the real cricket, in my opinion, is the five-day test cricket. It tests your uh, fitness. It tests your skill. It tests your focus. You know, it, it's extremely challenging on the body and on the mind as well. Uh, but even the other formats, you know, as, as Karthik was describing, right, it has its intricacies in how do you strategize, how do you play, and, you know, where do you use which player. There's a lot of strategies that go in before the game and execution of those strategies during the game. So now that we understand how to play it and what strengths that and skills you need to play it, um, let's talk about the fact that it has just exploded around here in Greater Boston uh, Kartik, tell us about how it's grown in just the last couple of years. Yeah, there's a lot of interest, and TV viewership has gone up. There's now opportunities for uh, men, women, kids. Um, as Kumar said, people above 40, even people above 50, people above 60, uh, there are opportunities for them to play. Um, I think the 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 love and the passion for the game is is actually just manifesting itself, and as more opportunities um, come about, you see more and more people trying to play the game. Uh, there are immigrants here from all over the world, and cricket is played all over the world, and um, all of these people now have a chance to to play different versions, different um, uh, styles, different formats. Uh, and so there's there's a lot of interest, and I think the bottleneck is uh, mainly facilities, uh, not having enough cricket fields to play, um, but the interest is there. Well, the interest, uh, so people understand how popular cricket is around the world, it's the second most watched game, and it's also second only to soccer in terms of popularity, the most popular sport. So there we have it. So it's coming to the U.S. Um, as people get more and more excited about it, but already around the world um, it's appreciated. And all of the people who have immigrated uh, to Massachusetts and are playing it all around are just helping to stir the interest. So you went from um, uh, Kumar, how many people playing in the last few years in the Massachusetts State Cricket League to where you are now? Give us a sense of how it's grown. Yeah, sure. So let me put your reference point, right? So I st I moved into Massachusetts in 2010. When I moved, we had about uh, 30 teams, roughly about, you know, if you assume 15 to 20 players per team, you have about 600 players back in 2010. Now, as of today, in 2023, October, we have roughly about 72 teams playing. So we've doubled the number of teams. 
and we have a total play number of players roughly around 2000 to 3 you know i would say 2000 to 3000 players give or take few right um it has grown exponentially over the last you know decade if you will um and the driver for that is really as Karthik was saying a lot of the immigrants from india um have been you know coming here either in the form of a students or they're you know coming to do the jobs but also we've seen quite a bit of um, participation from other countries as well for example the caribbean islands um and australia sri lanka new zealand as even english um we have a couple of Americans, uh, the U.S. citizens playing here. The first generation are also the you know people who are born and brought up here. Uh, but the level of the participation from them is relatively still small. Um, I think a lot of people come to watch the game, enjoy the game, learn it, but we still need to you know we still need to increase that participation from it. But yeah, it's grown exponentially in the last 12, 12 years, if you will. Let's take a listen to an interview by Al Jazeera English, and they spoke to two fans at this summer's debut of the Major League Cricket in Texas. This is insane. My family flew in from L.A., so, I mean, everyone's hyped. This is exciting. I got one buddy with me who didn't know anything about cricket, but he's having a good time so far with high offense game. Um, One of the things that I've learned in preparing for uh, talking to you both, uh, Kartik, is that uh, cricket experience the game is like a big deal (laughs) it's very communal people just come out um whole families come out and enjoy the even if you're not playing so it's not so much a necessarily just a focus on the players but it's the experience of watching it together talk about that if you would so cricket like i said is an international sport and depending on where the game is being played in the stadiums you can have different cricket cultures so in britain if you're playing if you're watching a cricket game, you know, everybody's well-dressed, overdressed sometimes, but well-dressed, you know, sipping on their cup of tea. Everybody's extremely well-mannered, and you give a light clap when there's a good play, you know. So everybody's well-behaved, yeah, and, and that's the atmosphere in an English cricket game, or at least traditionally that's how it used to be. Like I was saying to you earlier, if you go to the Caribbean to witness a cricket game, it's one heck of a party in the stands. <laughs> There's calypso music being played. Everybody has an opinion, there, and they're voicing it. If you go to Australia, people love coming out in huge numbers. They have huge stadiums, and they love their beer down there. So there's a lot of fun in, a, in watching a cricket game and having a, you know, huge jugs of beer um, while watching it. In India... You have massive crowds, massive colors. It's like a huge Indian wedding multiplied by a factor of 100. So there's local cultures, depending on where the game is being played, and depending on where you're from, the way you watch the game with your family and your friends can also change. But you're right. We love watching games, international games on TV. We gather around with friends and family. I do... Um, match shows at my home. I do match viewings at my home. I invite large numbers of friends and family. We have um, you know, a lot of food prepared for the day. There's constant runs for tea, coffee, um, cookies, that sort of stuff. And these games can sometimes be early in the morning, middle of the day, late in the night. Doesn't matter. We'll still watch it. <laughs> 
So Kumar, um, because here there's such a mix of immigrants from different countries, and Kartik has just described the various different kinds of cultures in the stands. Or um, what do you see when you have a big mix of folks? What's the Massachusetts cricket culture, if 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 you will? Yeah, I think I think it's very similarly in along the same lines like Kartik described, right? So if you look at how the Massachusetts cricket grounds are spread out. We have some in the north towards Tewksbury, Acton, uh, where, you know, a lot of the Indian populations playing there. So there you have, you know, people are playing the games, you know, the families come in somewhere, you know, they're strolling sometime in the middle of the game. It's all very nicely organized. You have a very good, you know, grass, trees covering it. They come in with the kids, bring in the food. Um, you know, sometimes there will be a food truck. So there will be a nice, quiet, you know, gathering and watching. And if there are uh, grounds in Boston who've been there historically for a long, long time for Massachusetts, uh, when you go there, as just Karthik described, the population there is is heavy Caribbean-based. And everybody there, what I like to describe is a coach, right? In the sense that <laughs> you hear you hear every audience has an opinion and they will tell you how to play the game and what you, what mistakes you are making. And it's good because they're extremely involved in the game, right? They, when you play there, they actually come to watch the game. Uh, there are a lot of side businesses going on with people doing a, you know, street food selling it. So it's a really true Caribbean vibe you get. Uh, and you have other end, uh, more on the 485 belt where you go towards Ashland, Renthams, and also sometimes in in. Uh, Rhode Island, you know, they're all again, you know, you're going into this more of a um, zone where you're now quieter and, you know, more focused on just focusing and working on the game. And also you have your family coming and watching here and there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we see quite a bit of a mix. If you're just tuning in, this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. I'm Callie Crossley. And here with me are Kartik Shaw, founder of the Greater Boston Cricket Foundation, and Kumar Putravu, president of the Massachusetts State Cricket League. We're discussing America's growing interest in cricket. One of the things to note is, you know, we talk about soccer in the U.S. and how popular it is now, like it was always so. And it wasn't that long ago when if you said soccer around here, people would go, what, huh? And it's just taken off. It seems to me that cricket is sort of in that space now where um, you get the whole families involved watching and talking about it. It's played all around in local communities and, of course, getting those kids involved as well. So do you see the same thing happening with, um, in, in the same way that soccer kind of took off? Yes, you, Kartik, do you see the same thing happening? I do. I think the defining moment for soccer was when it started being played in schools. And I think, uh, and I have to give a shout-out to the Massachusetts State Cricket League. I think they're trying to do that with, with schools here in in Massachusetts. Uh, there's a lot of people. There's a National Cricket Academy here um, trying to teach kids how to play and, and give them a pathway to playing in minor league cricket, major league cricket, and so on. Uh, that pathway was also missing for cricket. I mean, you can play cricket all you want, but if if you're not going to be able to develop a career around it, it's going to be hard for a kid to actually play it continuously with with uh, with hopes and ambitions of playing for the USA at some point. So there's lots of people working extremely hard and huge kudos to them. 
uh, the Massachusetts State Cricket League being one of them. Um, I think that's going to be the um, game changer or um, uh, really the, the, the thing that makes the biggest difference. Well, something else that could make a big difference, cricket is now, to the both of you, either one of you can answer uh, this, up as a possible one of five new games added to the 2028 Olympics, um, which will be played in um, Los Angeles. And they will play the 2020 version, which is two and a half hours. So that makes it, some people are saying, more eligible to be thought of as uh, potentially a winner of the, of the five sports that they're considering. My goodness, what would that do? I think we have five years to prepare the best USA cricket team that we have. <laughs> okay. Kumar? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a huge, huge um, you know, advancement for the game, right? I think, you know, I know there's been a lot of debate going over the last several years trying to include cricket into the Olympics. So it gets a lot of visibility across different, you know, non-cricket playing nations now, and people now get to watch it as well at a bigger stage. Um, just not the Olympics, um, but there is also in 2024, uh, the T20, the 2020 World Cup, uh, United States is one of the host nations for that as well. Primarily when you look at teams, they're mostly men, but women do play, right? Uh, there's a huge um, momentum behind women's cricket internationally. Uh, I Frankly, I think the competitions for... Um, women's cricket have been fantastic. Um, the quality of cricket being played is mind-boggling. And um, now that those opportunities are available, um, girls, women are coming out in droves to play this sport. And there's I see similar passion for it um, in women as there is in men. Uh, so it's, it's a big deal. Um, and we when we run our local leagues we always uh you know we're open to having men's league as well as a women's league um the numbers might not make sense at the moment but i think we'll get enough numbers if if we support it and if we provide enough resources and facilities to make that happen okay here's the real question who is your winning team for the world cup right now yes i'm getting you on the record as much as i want to say india i always I'm always a big fan of New Zealand, so I would like to see India and New Zealand play the final, um, and hopefully, hopefully, India winning it. That's the same question to you, Kartik. Yeah, I would hope for an India-New Zealand final as well, but I'm sh- I'm sure a lot of people are hoping for an India versus Pakistan final. Oh, that's gonna be off the charts kind of viewership if it comes to that. Are we close to either one of your desired uh, results? Because we got a lot of long time to go. Not yet. We just started, this yeah. tournament started last week, so it's very early days. Well, it's been a delight talking to both of you. I will be uh, keeping an eye out on those fields around my hometown and and, and all around uh, Massachusetts and, and uh, greater Boston because this is going to be the new sport, I think, that's going to catch everybody's attention. And I thank you both for joining me to talk about it. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks a lot, Kelly. I appreciate it for your time. Kartik Shah is the founder and director of the Greater Boston Cricket Foundation, and Fani Kumar Putravu is the president of the Massachusetts State Cricket League. That's it for this week's edition of Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. Listen to us online at GBH News or wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date with our programming. 
Under the Radar with Callie Crossley is a production of GBH, produced by Jesse Steinmetz and engineered by Dave Goodman. Our intern is Ashley Sobroto. Our theme music is Fish and Chips by We Are Two Saxies, Grace Kelly and Leo P. Listen again on Wednesday and see you here at 6 p.m. next Sunday for a new episode. I'm Callie Crossley. Thanks for listening.